Daniel chapter six and verse 22 says, my God hath sent his angel and hath shut the lion's mouths that they have not hurt me. For as much as before him innocency was found in me and also before thee, O king, have I done no hurt. Several days ago, a friend of mine, a pastor friend of mine, a dear friend, Brother Doug Tackett. Many of you know Doug. He's sung here at the church. He coordinates one of our meetings in northern Ohio. And he texted me through and said, hey, I just wondering if you have anything. I've been doing a study. Uh, and he was stu- studying on the subject, shutting the lion's mouth. And uh, I, he had several things that he mentioned in it, but one thing really caught my attention. And that was when he made a statement and from that, it just sparked something in me that I, I started digging and praying and searching and have sought God for the right time to share it. And one of the things that he shared with me is uh, what to do if you come face to face with a lion. And from that, God put something down in my heart that I started praying about how to survive a lion attack. Now, I know that uh, the lion in scripture has two meanings. There is the lion of the tribe of Judah. And every time you go to Peter and you talk about our adversary as a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may devour, people will say, yeah, but it says he's as a lion. But you've got to remember everything that God is, the devil tries to be. Just like there's in Revelation, there's two white horse riders. One comes to bring peace and safety. The other comes with bows and arrows for destruction. He wants to be the lion, but he's just a roaring lion. Do you know that nine times in your Bible it talks about roaring lion, most in the Old Testament. Every time that it talks about a roaring lion, it's always talking about a wicked ruler, It's talking about even Psalm 22, 13, when Jesus was crucified, they gape at me with their mouths open as a ravenous and roaring lion. It's always a picture of the enemy. And let's get this right. We have an enemy and he's like a lion and he roars and comes against us and he seeks to attack us. So this morning for the next hour and a half, I'm gonna try to teach you how to survive an attack of the lion. Is there anybody here that the devil is attacking or that he has attacked and you wish that you knew exactly what to do when the lion attacks us? Well, let me mention a few things to you. When you face a lion, there's a few things that you need to know about the lion. Number one, the lion when he attacks us, it's not a fair fight. He is faster than a human. He is stronger than a human. A lion can run up to 50 miles per hour and if it gets in search of a prey and the prey takes off and it thinks that it's going to outrun it, it can even increase its speed to 70 miles an hour from what I've read. 
That's amazing. It can run twice as fast as one of the fastest human beings on the earth right now. So it's not a fair fight. And the lion has the ability to sense fear. Do you know why he wins out a lot of times? He senses the fear in us. The other thing is they size you up before they attack. The devil is looking down on Rubyville and he's looking through every pew and right now he's sizing you up. He wants to know how big, I've read accounts where people have said, well, if you ever face a lion, just make yourself appear bigger than a lion. That's silliness. He's not afraid of how big you are. He doesn't care if you've been saved five days or 65 years. He doesn't care if you're so close to God that that you feel like angels are surrounding you constantly day and night. It doesn't matter how big you are. Well, why would you say that? Because a lot of the prey lions attack are bigger than what lions are. They'll attack a giraffe. So it has nothing to do with how big you are, how long you've gone on this journey and how important that you are, what your calling is. None of that matters. But one thing for sure, I have read this over and over again and I agree with it. You are always safer in the daylight than you are in the darkness of night. You would rather a lion attack you in the daylight as to attack you in the dark. So what do you do when the lion attacks? Number one, you stand your ground. You never, ever do anything less than stand your ground. You take charge. I know that fear may be there. I know that intimidation may be there, but you take charge of the situation. You let the lion know that you are the threat not him. Stand your ground. Number two, never turn around and run. If you run from a lion, the only difference it'll make, if you run, you're gonna die tired. You're not going to outrun a lion. You run to a thicket, they love the thickets. And for heaven's sake, don't climb a tree. Lions can climb a tree. You never ever turn your back on a lion. If you go anywhere, go to an open field because lions never like to be exposed. They don't like to be out in the open. Do you know the devil's good at concealing himself? He doesn't like to be exposed. He doesn't like for us to get to the place where we let others know what he's doing. What do you do before it attacks? Number one, don't point at it. (laughs) Here's a lion. The lion knows that he is exposed and that increases his adrenaline. Never point at it. Number two, try not to make eye contact with the lion. The best thing, 
turn sideways, look out your peripheral vision, but never make eye-to-eye contact with the lion. Hold on, I'm gonna preach this. You turn sideways. There's a reason why you turn sideways. Lions attack the face and the neck, the head and the neck. They suffocate their victims to death. They suck the life out of them. They suck the breath out of them. So when you turn sideways, if you turn back, the lion sees the back of your head running as you run and that just lets it know that it's in control. But when you turn sideways, it can't see where to attack properly because it can't make eye to eye contact and it's going after your head. Let me tell you, we've got a roaring lion that he's going after the head of people today. And he's trying to suck the life out of people and suffocate things. He'd love to suffocate what's happening in this church. He would love to suffocate the praise. He would love for our young people to think what you've been told is wrong and you need a new way of thinking. But I'm here to tell you, you let the mind of Christ be in you and you say to the enemy, you will not suffocate my life. You will not suffocate my breath. You will not stop the power of the Holy Spirit. The other thing is you watch its tail. When a lion feels threatened, its tail will sweep from side to side. That tells you something. That lion's threatened by me. But if the lion has decided you're its prey, when a lion is locking in on prey, its tail gets stiff and the end of its tail will twitch. And that's how you know he's locked in on me. It'll be one of the two. Either he'll be threatened by us or he'll sense our fear and he will say that's prey that I can overtake. I don't know if you're ready for this this morning or not. What do you do? I love this, this is too good to make up. Three things they tell you to do if the lion has locked in on you as prey. Number one, raise your arms. So help me. I know you'll look it up when every, everything, every source you go to, when you meet a lion face to face and it's locked in on you, raise your arms. Number two, wave your hands. Number three, shout your head off. When the lion is coming, you raise your hand, arms, wave your hands and shout your head off. Do you know that oftentimes when it hears a shout, it will turn and go in the other direction? Because it's not used to something shouting at it. It's used to being in control. And when we get to the place that we shout at the devil and say, you're not welcome in this place. And we shout our praise to God. The devil knows he's in the wrong territory.
to know what to expect when it attacks. Number one, expect growling. That's the sound of a lion that's getting ready to attack. Not only expect growling, but expect the ground beneath you to shake. Between their weight, their motion, their speed, and their growl, you will feel like the ground you're standing on is vibrating or shaking because the, the, the lion knows that you'll feel like you're unsafe if the ground beneath you is shaking. If you face a lion and you feel like that the ground beneath you is shaking, you're not standing in the right place. But if you are standing on the rock, a rock cannot shake, a rock cannot give, the ground can come, but we are established on the rock and the storms will not win out over us and he cannot defeat us. The next thing is, they will charge at you up to 50 mile per hour. So now the line has made its mind up. I think I can take you. And it charges. When it charges, you know where it's going for your head. Defend your head. Protect your throat. (laughs) I'm preaching whether you realize it or not, right? Keep your mind right and keep your mouth right. Speak the word. Speak the word. Speak the word. Three times Satan tempted Christ all three times. He said, it is written, it is written, it is written. You know, in your tongue is the power of death and life. That's what the Bible teaches. You have to realize what I say will either give the devil more power or it will glorify the Lord who has all power and win the victory. It will jump. When it gets several feet away from you, it's going airborne. You know why? It wants to get on top of you. It wants to be higher than what you are. That's, that's why the devil's lacking under a roaring lion. That's how he came about. He wanted to be higher than God. So he's gonna jump. Don't let that worry you. That gives you the opportunity to get a, fuel, a full view of the lion. That'll be your first full view of the lion is when he jumps. And the reason that you pay attention to that is that you realize when he jumps, you've got to make your mind up. You've got to fight back. And how you fight back is simple. Number one, when I read this, I had a shouting spell. If you can get your hand on anything, throw it at his head. We know exactly what to throw at the devil. We've got something to throw at him, the word of God. Pick it up, throw it at him. Number two, the other thing you need to do when you fight back, when it jumps, punch 
or kick the lion. Go for the eyes and go for the head. You know why? He's not expecting you to fight back. He is stronger than you, but if you hit him in the right place, he will retreat. It's all where you hit him. He is coming for your head, you go for his head. You punch at his head, you kick at his head, you punch at his eyes. Always aim for its eyes, aim for its head. It may be stronger, but if you hit him in the eyes, you hit him in the head, it will have an impact. Almost always, if you hit the lion in the eyes or in the head, it will retreat. But the problem is, be prepared for it to turn around and attack again. Because it thinks it was just chance that you did that. So when it comes the second time, oh brother, here we go. When it comes the second time, before it ever turns to attack you, raise your arms, wave your hands, and shout as loud as you can yell. Do you know why? The lion remembers the yell that hit it. The lion remembers the shout that hit it in the head and punched it in the eyes, and it doesn't want any more of that. If you want to be successful in the attack of the lion, you've got to learn to shout the praises of God and you've got to learn to praise God because we have an enemy that's on the attack. I don't think you're getting this this morning. He may be attacking us, but every time we shout the name of Jesus, he'll remember that name. He'll remember that shout and he'll say, don't attack. She just got it. In the attack, if you do that, you'll win, but you may get wounded. If you get wounded, seek immediate medical attention. Thank God I know somebody that can bind up the wounds, pour in the oil and pour in the wine. You say, well, preacher, it wasn't worth it. I got wounded. You may be hurt, but thank God you're still alive. He hates anybody that makes their mind up. to serve God and to praise God. So from here on out, anytime you hear his growl,
He is not going to win. 